When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Pedophile on a pedestal, Michael Jackson sang, sang the theme song for the movie Ben, which was about rats, four-legged rats. And every time I discuss this subject matter that I'm very familiar with, I play the pedophile on a pedestal, Michael Jackson, because notice the love is coming out of him. Oh, actually, it was for little boys, but... Uh, Enough of this. Enough of this, Ben. Oh, God. Gives me a headache. But let's give you a timeline because, as you heard James Flippin of our news department mention, we finally have a rat czarina as uh, appointed this morning by Eric Adams. Swagger man with no plan. He's not my mayor. He's the mayor of the illegal aliens. But remember, it was back on December 7th that he talked about, oh, a whole litany of subject matter that related to rats and how he was frightened of rats and how they ruled the city and how he respected anybody that was not afraid of the four-legged rats. I hate rats. 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 I hate rats. I hate rats. I hate rats. I hate rats. Let me tell you how scared I am of rats. The rats may be listening. I'm terrified of rats. All of you are scared of rats too. I had a real rat infestation. Rats are everywhere. We were feeding rats. Those rats use it as perfume. Trust me, you got rats. We were creating an environment where rats felt comfortable. See one scurrying down the block. We want to get rid of rats. We're going to kill rats. Kill some rats. Killing rats. Called me a murderer because I was killing rats. Kill rats. And you see a rat and say, okay, you guys fail. The guy blackmailed me. He said, I know you're scared of rats. Rats do not run the city. Rats don't run our city. You can be the rats are. Fighting crime, fighting inequality, and fighting rats. Fighting rats. If you're not scared of rats, you are, you are really, you're my hero. I thought I was his hero. And then the clock began to tick. Said he was going to get a rat czar, rat czarina. He said this was his obsession, that he was going to get the best person for the job, that they were launching a national search in which 
They were having rat experts who were being solicited for their expertise. Maybe they'd want to come on board and earn $170,000 a year with ancillary benefits. And the clock kept ticking and ticking and ticking. So by January 7th, uh, the mayor was out in an event out in Brooklyn, and I had volunteered my services, had no pay to be the rats off for the city of New York. And I said it would be at night. You got to be doing it p.m. to a.m., 10 at night to 6 in the morning, because the rats, the mice, the rodents, they rule the city. They run the streets. And I said, I'll be more than happy to do it. I've been dealing with four-legged rats for years. I'm not afraid of rats. I know that you cannot win against the rats. All you can establish is detente. And my method of dealing with rats was to have feral cats. Feral cats have always been Mother Nature's way of keeping rat populations down. You don't eliminate rats. It keeps rat populations down. And so I went on the block where Eric Adams has a building which had rat problems, as was cited in civil court. He went, he fought in civil court. The judge finally said, you're responsible. There are rat burrows on your property. He blamed it on his neighbor. But I was there for three days. We cleaned up the patio of his property. And then he basically calls me and he tells me, F you, get off my property. I don't want to have anything to deal with you, slave. I said, okay, it's your property. I'm out of here. And then all of a sudden, at his state of the city address in Flushing Meadow Park, the auditorium, he dropped a bomb on my head. And pretty soon, Commissioner Tish, they're going to hate me. <laughs> Hiring our new rat czar, and it won't be Curtis Saliba, will be just the beginning of a new era in delivering the best in public service and public spaces. So that was about in February, and he made uh, reference to uh, his inefficient sanitation commissioner, Jessica Tish. Her claim to fame is composting, composting. There's garbage all over the streets. There's garbage all over the sidewalks. The rats feast on it. They have these restaurant sheds still up. The rats basically use it as a domicile, as a house, and they do nothing about it. But Jessica Tish, who was born with a silver spoon in her mouth, big enough to offset the trade balance between Red China and the United States, used to be driven around by Jeeves, the limo driver on Park Avenue, not in Brooklyn or the Bronx, Park Avenue in Manhattan. She was born into wealth, past the Grey Pool Ball. Hey, Jeeves, can you pick up that piece of litter? She knows nothing about the sanitation department, and this is not a diss on her being a woman. Kathy Garcia was the sanitation commissioner under uh, Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope. And she actually had no experience at first, but she learned everything she had to learn. And by the time she left the uh, job, sanitation guys and gals said, yeah, yeah, she was a good commissioner. Nobody says that about Jessica Tish. She knows nothing about sanitation. So this uh, this dramatic approach to reducing rats is, hey, push up four hours when trash can be put out on the sidewalks for collection. Yeah, I was walking out of the house this morning over on uh, 87 between Columbus and Central Park West. The garbage was still all there. It hadn't been picked up yet. And the rats were frolicking as I was on my way to do my spot as I do with Sid and his friends Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7.05. Plenty of rats out there. That's nothing at all. It will not have any impact. This woman is a person of no consequence. So 
The fact that I was ruled out, all of a sudden Eric Adams said, oh, no, 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 I have a rat czarina, although he calls her a czar. He needs to get his gender identification right. But I'm not going to tell any of you. No, I'm not going to tell any of you. Until uh, his appearance at the National Action Network on the stage with Alvin Bragg, with Tish James, without Slim Shady Sharpton, uh, as, uh, you know, he was hugging and kissing and slapping them all on the back in their war against Donald Trump. But I digress. Here was Adams moments later at a press conference in which he was trying to establish the fact that somehow he is an expert about rats. I don't think there are too many things that can impact our feeling of being safe in our homes or in our community. You start your car, and all of a sudden you hear something under it, you put up the hood, you see three rats under there. Uh, You go put out your garbage, uh, and you see rats coming through the garbage bags. Or you're in your hallway, your basement. Uh, Rats impact how you feel about the city that you're in. And that's why we're taking this uh, serious. Eric Adams, you know nothing about rats. You're afraid of rats. First off, uh, there are not only rats that hide under the hood of a car for the warmth. There are feral cats. There are squirrels. There are sometimes raccoons, sometimes possums. That's why it's important before you start up your car in the morning, wherever it's parked, that you hit the hood a few times. Whatever furry little creatures are on there will then escape. Uh, How many uh, of those unfortunate, innocent creatures? I'm not talking about rats here. I'm talking about cats, talking about squirrels, raccoons, possums have been shredded up by the engine. That's number one. Then he went on about his so-called declaration that the rats do not run the streets of New York City. I understand that some people who may not live in places where they're rats, they may say, well, what's the whole big deal? But that is not many of us. Many of us live in communities where rats think they run the city. They do run the city. And Eric Adams, you went like a cryberry baby on two occasions in the civil court fighting fines because you weren't doing proper rat mitigation at your building and you blamed it all on your neighbor. So then all of a sudden, after giving us another lecture about rats, the very four-legged rats that he's afraid of, he finally announced who his czarina to fight the rat plague is. And we were fortunate that although we did a national search, we were able to find someone right in our own backyard that was already having a working expertise of dealing with uh, rat mitigation. Did it in the Department of Education, uh, looked at some of the issues of rat mitigation in the Department of Education while babies are. You know, there was a real rodent problem. Uh, she found success success there. And so we're we're proud. You know, you know, we we had her under wrap and key. She was like in witness protection because we don't want one of you to crack the story and, you know, start doing background checks, seeing did she get any rat summonses on her block? And, you know, uh, has she has ever dated an exterminator? You know, so we say, you know what? Keep her under wrap. She was she was under uh, uh, uh a rap, you know, had her own little undercover. You know, I'm amazed that they didn't break the story yet. Uh, the guy's joking about this. Like, we in the public don't have a right to know what her background is. First of all, she's not an expert on rats. I'll tell you what she is, what her job is going to be. But could I hear that cut again, please? Uh, as he's joking about the fact that he doesn't really want anybody to do background checks. And let the public know who they are, where they've been, what they've done, because, hey, we should trust Eric Adams, not 
And we were fortunate that although we did a national search, we were able to find someone right in our own backyard that was already having a working expertise of dealing with uh, rat mitigation. Did it in the Department of Education, uh, looked at some of the issues of rat mitigation in the Department of Education while babies are. You know, there was a real rodent problem. Uh, she found success success there. And so we're we're proud. You know, you know, we we had her under wrap and key. She was like in witness protection because we don't want one of you to crack the story and, you know, start doing background checks, seeing did she get any rat summonses on her block? And, you know, uh, has she has ever dated an exterminator? You know, so we say, you know what? Keep her under wrap. She was she was under uh, uh, uh a rap, you know, had her own little undercover. You know, I'm amazed that they didn't break the story yet. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, they have other people that do rat mitigation who are very experienced, although I may differ with the methods that they use uh, and they are. They contradict the methods that I suggest. We're both out in the field. We're in the subways. We're in the streets. Uh, we're in these restaurant sheds that have to come down because they're not being used, which is a haven, a sanctuary for the rats. I will tell you this. Her job will be administrative. She will be in City Hall. She will not be out in the streets. That is her job description. And I'll tell you, Lou, what her job is, is to go after the two-legged rats. The Eric Adams administration is cracking down on what they believe are leaks in their administration. And I can tell you from personal experience, I've heard from a few different people, that they have been told explicitly, do not talk to Curtis Lewa under any circumstance. We hear you talking to Curtis Lewa. We, not, we may not be able to fire you, but we'll exile you and your department into a place Sort of like, remember in the movie The Office when they put the guy, the geek, down in the basement and they basically exiled him uh, to listening to his radio in the basement and doing nothing else. That's pretty much what they've threatened to do. And I'm telling you, Kathleen Karate knows nothing about four-legged rats. Her role in City Hall is to go after the two-legged rats who actually talk to people like Curtis Lewa and reporters to give information to the taxpayers that they deserve. Talking about this is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Pink Floyd, this song, Brain Damage, is about schizophrenia. I'll see you on the dark side of the moon. This city is littered with emotionally disturbed men and women who are a threat to themselves, but most importantly, a threat to everyone else. I am still livid over what happened to my wife Nancy yesterday on the southwest corner of 57th and 7th across from Carnegie Hall, accosted by a crazy guy chasing her down the block as she tried to protect uh, our candidate for city council in, Ast oh, in Astoria against uh, the mini-me of AOC Caban, Kelly Klingman. 
as James Perrone uh, escorted her into the subway. And she was able to guide the guy down the block south. And then he continued to harass people all along the bus stop. 4.30 in the afternoon. And when she talked to people in the area, they say he's here every day. We call 911 and nothing gets done because we won't let the police do their job. They used to have a homeless outlet unit. They used to deal with emotionally disturbed. But, oh, no, Eric Adams, Eric Adams determined that that wasn't going to be the case anymore. Remember before he headed off for the World Cup in Qatar? This was back in January. This is the continuation of the partnership we created with mental health professionals, outreach workers, and they will call in the police if it is needed or if the police observe a person that fits that description. They will call in the outreach workers to assist them in the entire process. That was in late January. Where is that team of so-called experts? I have yet to see them in the subways and streets. Now, I'm not out there 24-7-365, but I think if there is any credit I get uh, from anybody, it's that I'm in the subways, I'm in the streets, that I have a good feel for this city. I've never seen this so-called unit. That was the end of January. It's now into April. Pretty soon, overtime for police officers in the subway will end as of June 20th, and the chaos and the craziness just continues. And Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, doesn't even have a grip on this. All he cares about is the illegal aliens. Truly, he's not my mayor. He's the mayor of the illegal aliens. And it's not just my wife. And it's not just former... Police Commissioner Bill Bratton's wife, who was accosted on 53rd, excuse me, 57th and 3rd Avenue months before that. It was Elvis Duran of Z100. You don't get bigger in radio than Elvis Duran. He was on the corner of 14th Street and 6th Avenue in Manhattan, and he talked about a crazy lady who come and came up uh, on him and tried to slit his throat with a sharp object. This woman comes out of nowhere, and her fist comes toward my face, and it's holding like a sharp object. She tries to cut my face. Yeah, tries to cut his face. And then he continued how he was lucky to prevent that. And I, and I put my arm up, and I stopped her from doing it. And she did it to the woman behind her, too. And, I, and we were all shocked. Did it to the woman behind him. And then, because, you know, Elvis Duran caters to a lot of jet setters, freakasoids, uh, those coming in from Hollywood. He gets them all, J-Lo. He gets all the interviews. Great guy from Staten Island, so he's got roots in the city. And very liberal, progressive. But you know what happens? You get attacked, and you lose a lot of your liberalness and your progressiveness. Just listen to what he had to say about the mentally ill who are all over our streets and subways. I understand the component of mental illness. At the same time, just because you're mentally ill doesn't give you the right to be a total a-hole and start slashing people. Absolutely not. Can I hear that again from Elvis Duran, who is showing no sympathy or empathy any longer for the mentally ill who are attacking people on a regular basis in broad daylight? I understand the component of mental illness. At the same time, just because you're mentally ill doesn't give you the right to be a total a-hole and start slashing people. Absolutely not.
And remember, I broke this story because the MTA, the money-taking agency, did not want you to see the video of that queen's mom of five children was on her way to JFK where she was working every day coming from Far Rockaway on the A-train. When this ranting homeless guy, this psychotic guy who was in and out of Creedmoor, who was supposed to be getting mental health care on a regular basis, but they were cutting him loose, and he was stalking her, and he beat her to a pulp, and he bashed her over and over. And we forced the MTA to release that film, and they had to acknowledge it. They were trying to keep that undercover. And remember what that mother said? Remember what she said, Elizabeth Gomes, who lost an eye after that savage subway attack to a guy who killed his own grandmother when he was 14 and had been arrested weeks earlier for violating parole in another vicious assault case as he was going in and out of Creedmoor. Every day is an incident in the subway. What happened to all these police officers? They said they will have there to protect us, to be there. There's like nobody to be found. Nobody to be found. Eric Adams never visited that mother of five who lost her eye in that vicious, savage attack. So all of a sudden, Jim Jordan, who's the head of the Judiciary Committee in the House, is coming to the Jacob Javits Center, and he's having a special, special session in which uh, his key witnesses are going to be Jose Alba. This is on Monday. Jose Alba, the bodega worker, remember? Who Alvin Bragg's office charged with second-degree murder and put him on Rikers Island when he stabbed the guy who attacked him over a bag of chips. Remember that? And Jose Alba fled to Santo Domingo in the DR. He said, I'm safer in the DR than I am in Washington Heights, Inwood, or Harlem. Well, he is going to be one of those witnesses who is going to come before Jim Jordan's committee. And then the other woman is Madeline Bram. She's the chair of the Victim Rights Council. Most importantly, the mother of a homicide victim, and you just hear her. You, you hear the pain as she was being interviewed on the Fox News channel months ago in the aftermath of the loss of her son, a homicide victim, and what she has decided to do to help victims and victims' families. What do you fear and what are your concerns about those progressive policies that we've seen elsewhere across the country? It's quite obvious those policies have been a runaway train that is crashing directly into black and brown communities. There has been no relief. There has been nothing but a rise in crime all across the city. So obviously they're not effective. We're not seeing any effective measurable outcomes of it being effective or working. You just hit something on the head that it does affect the minority communities far more than perhaps the the white communities. Do you think that is lost in the translation? Because when you see the crime victims, the gun victims in this city, the gang victims, it is primarily people of color. Absolutely. I believe that and because of that fact, that that's why it's being ignored and allowed to continue to happen. Black woman who lost her son and then went on to rail against the progressive DA policies that have not just been a problem here. Alvin Bragg refuses to appear before Jim Jordan and the Judicial Committee of the House that will begin its hearings at the Jacob Javits Center on Monday. She goes after them. I actually uh, feel that they're being hypocrites. I feel that they're being very, very hypocritical. 
All right, because these policies are hurting the very people that they are disguised to be helping. And they get rewarded. Look at Chicago. They just elected a socialist mayor who's worse than the previous mayor, Lightfoot, a.k.a. Lightweight. Crime has soared there. It's the crime capital, the murder capital, the gang capital, the carjacking capital, the drive-by shooting capital of America. And the DNC has awarded their presidential uh, convention to Chi-Town. You see, that's uh, that's what that's the difference here, ladies and gentlemen. It's a war on socialists. I don't call them democratic socialists of America. It's socialists. In fact, uh, as you know, I have the Ronald Reagan uh, Republican Club. We opened up in Astoria, right in the motherland of the socialists, where AOC, all our crazy Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, holds court with her mini-me, Caban. They want to destroy the police. They want to destroy prisons. In fact, there's a move by the socialists to knock down the number of those being held on Rikers Island at 3,000, 3,000. There are 7,000 now. There ought to be more. They want them down to 3,000. What do you think these additional individuals released into the streets are going to do? And so you have to fight them. you got to take the fight to them. And I've already set up a Ronald Reagan Republican club in Patterson, New Jersey, where the socialists are trying to take over in Passaic County. And tonight I'll be in the North Shore of Staten Island to do likewise, where you have a city council woman there, Hanks, who has authored a report in the city council that calls for the removal of 1,750 NYPD officers. We're already down at 32,500, a dangerously low level. We got we, we, She has no competition. Nobody's running against her. You say, what do you mean? I thought that's a Republican enclave. I thought that Staten Island is the Republican borough. It is. Not on the North Shore. They rolled over. Hanks is in charge. Bashing cops. Get rid of cops. Hating cops. That's going to change after tonight. I promise you that. But then here was Eric Adams objecting to Congressman Jim Jordan coming to New York City to hear from crime victims. Listen, this is not about public safety. We're move, We're trending in the right direction. Their districts are trending in the wrong direction. Jim Jordan represents a district outside of Columbus, Ohio. It's mostly suburban and rural. They don't have anywhere near these kind of problems. What the hell are you talking about? And then he blames it all on Trump. I clearly think that this is put in put on place by uh, Donald Trump campaign committee. What are you talking about? Jose Alba fled to the DR. He's not a Trumper. He's going to testify. These women who have lost their sons in the hood to violence in New York City are going to testify. They're not Trumpers. And then all of a sudden, this is what Eric Adams had to say to Jim Jordan, who he ought to be interviewing. It's quite possible that they come into New York to sit down with the commissioner so she can show them some of the things she's doing to bring down the crime so that they don't continue to see the spike in crime in their locations. What the hell is he talking about? His latest uh, crime-fighting measure is a robot. 
Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, no, Will Robinson. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. Danger, no, Will Robinson. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. What a joke. So you have a police officer who has to be at the beck and call of this robot. Two of them cost $750,000. You could hire seven cops with $700,000. It's $100,000 to recruit, to vet, to train, to graduate an NYPD police officer. And if all of a sudden there's a 911 call, Lou, Robbie Robot goes three miles an hour and can't move unless a police officer is side by side with it. Are you out of your mind, Eric Adams? Why don't you appear at Jacob Javits Center? Why don't you defend what you're doing in the city? Why don't you take on Jordan? Because you're afraid. You're afraid to flex and talk about how crime-free this city is. Yeah, crime-free. Did you hear Sid Rosenberg when he came back from London and he saw a completely different city He hasn't been praising you since, has he? Well, we're going to deal with that in the Sid rap. Spectacular! Now, here's the Sid wrap-up. Oi! That's the sound of the police! That's the sound of the beast! That's the sound of the police! That's the sound of the beast! KRS-One considered the professor of rap. Hero to Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. And, oh, yeah, Hakeem Jeffries, probably uh, soon to become the Speaker of the House when the Democrats get the majority. Yeah, they they claim that they always used to listen to KRS-One bashing the police. I wouldn't doubt that he's probably a celebrity in the audience at the beginning of the National Action Network Convention at the Sheridan Hotel. Al Slim Shady Sharpton presiding as he was applauding on the stage early on Alvin Bragg, one of his disciples, Eric Adams, friend of Alvin Bragg, who turns criminals loose, and actually Tish James, the attorney general of the state of New York who has eyes only for anything named Trump. Sue Donald Trump, drag him in the court, sue his family, sue his businesses, the entire criminal justice system of Manhattan and the state attorney general's office is devoting to prosecuting Trump family members, Trump business associates, and of course, Donald Trump himself. And at the National Action Network, they were getting a standing ovation. Lou, I'm wondering if uh, Tawana Brawley was in the audience. Anybody ever mentioned Tawana Brawley any longer? The biggest fake, phony, fraudulent, fugazi scenario that ever took place and what happened to the three characters, cast characters of Mayhem? It was all Thin Maddox. He got this part. There was, uh, uh, <laughs> there was the other guy. There was Alton Maddox. And then his uh, sidekick, he was this part. He's now a reverend. Of course, they all become reverends. And then, of course, it was Al Slim Shady Sharpton who survived that. And now he's Mr. MSNBC. And he's the reverend. For all the brothers and sisters in America, not. Boy, did I stick it to Sid uh, this morning on my appearance at 7.05. I'm on with Sid every Monday at 7.05, Wednesday at 7.05, Friday at 7.05. And listen as I just drop verbal napalm on Sid and his previous friendship with Eric Adams. Promise. Promise. Sid Rosenberg, swear. Cross your heart, hope to die. Oh, you can't do that. You're a Jew. But knowing you, you're like a Jew for Jesus. You got your bases covered. Swear! 
then you will not be kissing that black tuchus anymore like I've heard you on this station before. Stand up against Sharpton, against Brad, against this James, and their very dear friend, Eric Adams. And what was his response? To be continued, so far so good, ladies and gentlemen. So far three days. And he has been uh, critical of his friend, Eric Adams. And although my wife was uh, traumatized uh, by being accosted by that crazy guy in the corner of 57th and 7th yesterday at 4.30, she woke me up at 2 o'clock, and a cat that she had rescued from being euthanized and destroyed at the animal care and control, the shelters in New York City, that give uh, a... A cat, 72 hours to live. That means you get either fostered out or adopted or you're dead. This cat, Whiskers, was pregnant. And uh, like a midwife, my my wife at 2 in the morning delivered four little kittens into the world from Whiskers who would have been destroyed at the shelter system. That's the kindness of my wife and so many of you out there who care for dogs and cats and animals. And even though she had been traumatized like so many other women in our city by these crazed people, men who were completely out of their minds, not in control of their mental faculties, she was able to bring new life into the world and assist Whiskers. And boy, Whiskers just allowed her to perform as a midwife. So you see, we started with the bad and we finished with the good.